What is up, BA family, and welcome to another episode of the Breathing Air Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Bendigo, and thank y'all for joining as always. This week, we have the current defensive tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals. He spent his college years at Arizona State University, where he had a great career and then was drafted in the fourth round. This is a huge human, 6'5", 315 pounds, can run, can jump, can bench, all of the above, a combine freak, and a great football player. But what I love most about Rennell is that he has a big heart, he has a strong faith, and he plays for a bigger purpose, and he lives for a bigger purpose than himself. And I'm super happy to call on my friend. So I'm excited for you all to hear this. We talk about the state of the NFL. We talk about kind of how the NFL has been, you know, getting used to and adjusting to the times. They haven't even met since January. So we go into detail about that and about Rennell's new clothing line that he just dropped. Speaking of clothes, we have our first official sponsor of the show who not only has great products, but also a great cause. And this is Borderline Clothing and Supply. Borderline is an outdoor apparel brand that is looking to shake up the market, and they are striving to be a brand for the hikers, the go-getters, the trendsetters, the fashionistas, or anyone that's just barbecuing in the backyard looking to have a little fun in the outdoors. They want to remind everyone that we are fortunate to be here in the U.S. and encourage everyone to get outside and get active in this beautiful world that we live in you can go to borderline clothing and supply.com or join the action on instagram or facebook at borderline clothing supply what i love the most is that every product is american made and the best part about borderline clothing and supply is that with every purchase 10 meals are donated to local food banks and they've already donated over 200,000 meals so far So not only do they have great products, but a great cause. Again, that's BorderlineClothingAndSupply.com or at BorderlineClothingSupply. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Rennell Wren. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Breathe and Air podcast, where everyday action meets extraordinary mindset. Today, we have a very special guest, a guy that me and him go back pretty far, all the way to freshman year in high school, actually. We played on AU together a long time ago. He is now currently the D-tackle for Cincinnati Bengals and was a fourth-round draft pick for them. And great guy, great leader, and has a great story. Rennell Wren, thank you for coming on, brother. Hey, man, I definitely appreciate the opportunity for you getting me here, man. Yeah, absolutely. I I followed you obviously through this whole thing and I know, you know, we were both getting kind of recruited at the exact same time for college and just all through that time at Arizona State and everything. So it's just been great to watch you grow and, you know, watch your success, man. Man, yeah, it's 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 definitely been a journey for us all, man. 
Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So we were just talking a little bit before the show, but it's been since January since y'all have had to report. Like, what have you been doing during that time to to keep focused and stay in shape? Man, the crazy thing is, um, so our season ended December 29th. That was our last game against the Cleveland Browns at home. And then we usually have a four-month break. Um, but for most teams that excel to, like, playoffs and everything, they're not finished till like, February. So uh, despite the season that we had, we been off from January to April. So we had to – it's basically just you have to discipline yourself, you know, training, eating right and everything. But most of the uh, players, they took the whole month of January off because they wanted to, you know, lay off the toll that they had on their bodies that, you know, we all had to sacrifice during the season. And then, you know, the crazy thing is that um, this pandemic that uh, that occurred, you know, I wouldn't say out of nowhere because it's just been, you know, uh, some people knew and some people uh, then just ignored it. And then once it took precaution to – it took an effect to where, like, it was taking, like, many lives away during, like, well, I say late February, early March, and then things just starting to get worse from there. So. Um, we've been doing things virtually um, from there. And, you know, we've been doing stuff now on Zoom uh, phone conferences to where that we probably won't report back until the end of July, which is training counts. So that's been, what, five or six months that we haven't seen each other. And, you know, it's just crazy, man. You really got to have, you know, self-discipline. And it's the biggest time for, like, athletes and people to control because when you bore your 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 human mind thinking and just crazy and just be curious of like what happens if I do this or what happens if I do that so you know things like that yeah for sure boredom boredom definitely will get you whenever you know you're sitting around and you don't have too much to do and then that's that's when exactly those thoughts start coming in I mean it's it's got to be a huge difference because obviously the camaraderie of the team like you said you know going through working out together in the off season, stuff like that. I know a lot of guys get to do that. So on your zoom meetings, are you all doing like a lot of film break? Like is there a film breakdown going? Are coaches involved or is it just player led? How how does that work? Right. So the biggest thing is for these virtual things is, you know, our uh, head coaches emphasizing us on just, you know, just staying as one, staying a part of the team, um, doing what you got to do to help the team still. And, for the uh, workouts, you know, they gave us virtual workout like forms, but it's not required. However, um, you're a professional, you know, you're a professional football player. So you better keep your butt in shape and do everything you can. So when we come back, ain't no excuses. Um, a lot of people feel like when we go back to the training camp in July, people going to be dropping like flies because, you know, we're in the Midwest. So Ohio is going to be hot, humid, and you got like, you got all that equipment on, you know, it's crazy from there. But during our uh, time for the zone, we just do uh, meetings with the head coach, the position meetings, and we do some player-led uh, meetings and everything. So we really do that stuff from Monday through Thursdays. And then um, from there, we get Friday, Saturday, Sunday off just to, you know, recoup and everything and do what we got to do to prepare for next week. Yeah, absolutely. What is, what's your regimen like? I mean, I, like you said, I know obviously a long season, you know, mm-hmm. it, you're getting beat up, take, take maybe a month off and really recover. And, but once you started getting back into a training regimen, 
what kind of stuff are you doing? Are you following those team workouts or do you kind of have, you know, a system that you run with during the offseason? So they gave us our workout plan since um, when did we start doing this virtual stuff? I say uh, the last week of April, they gave us like these forms to like have workout plans and everything. But um, I just got back from Ohio a few days ago and being here in Missouri, but back in Ohio, I had a personal trainer. And we did workouts three times out the week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. No, it was Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Tuesdays would be our heavy uh, squat day. Um, Thursdays would be our heavy bench day. We always worked on, like, you know, core core workouts and everything. And Saturday is usually our conditioning day. So we've been running, like, steep hills for, like, um, I'd say, like, at least 15 to 20 reps run up the steep hills recouping back up Sunday, Monday, Monday and getting, getting back into motion. Right. So you're, well, Sunday, Monday is probably a, a lot more mental work and then foam roll exactly. of like active recovery kind of stuff. Are you doing yoga at all? Exactly. I'm not doing yoga. Uh, I've just been doing foam rolling, stretching at home. Yeah. Um, I have these little vitamins I'll be taking for like, uh, it's called juice plus. So I've been doing like, you know, collagen water, collagen uh, protein whatever um i've been doing bone broth this is type of protein i get from amazon that's good for your bones and your health being and everything so, um they're trying to stay as healthy as possible and be ready when, when it's time when it's our time to go back in yeah i've i always remember seeing some videos of you at a just squatting the house what do you what are you squatting these days <sighs> man the crazy thing is we haven't did like no heavy squats in a minute um but when I was doing my training up in Ohio, he believed in, you know, higher sets and less reps. So um, I believe last week before I came here, that last Tuesday, we did squats and I did 15 reps of, no, 15 sets of three reps of 315 with a three seconds, three second pause at the bottom. Three seconds. A lot of people think that's impossible to do, but. I mean, once you train yourself to do that, and plus I play defensive tackle, so, you know, working on the pause and exploring back up is going to help me um, in the long run, you know, exploring out with my hips and everything. So everything has a purpose to it. I'm not just doing it just to do it. Right, and it's that functional movement. Like, it doesn't matter if you can squat 600 if you don't have flexible hips. And like you said, that's – you're doing stuff for a purpose. Um, Man, I'm telling you. Do you see that a lot? Do you see a lot of – that maybe have you seen a lot of guys kind of change the way that they train due to like that oh uh, that's the crazy part because um you know everybody is not worried about how everybody else is training we're all we're all across the united states you know we got people um in florida georgia over in cali um michigan and so forth um we got people all over that's doing the virtual stuff and you know, even though the workout plan that our strength and conditioning coaches gave us is not um, mandatory. Um, however, I just hope that everybody is training the way they need to train. So when it's time to come back and everything, people won't be, you know, all shocked and everything what's happening. Right. What's the, what's the biggest difference between what you do now as far as training and regimen mm -hmm. stuff compared to what it was in college, or is it pretty similar? Man, the biggest difference between college and the NFL is that you're all on your own. 
So college, you know, you have somebody, you know, on your shoulders telling you, okay, do this and do that. In the NFL, you're, you're a grown man. And basically, if you don't do it, you're going to pay the price, not by what somebody catching you or just, just basically saying, like, it's going to prepare you for the field. So you're going to be able to tell if you did this or did that. Um, you know, colleges, they gave you, they give you a lot of, um, you know, redemptions, a lot of, you know, second chances. However, on the next level, um, you get a few chances and everything, and then they're going to start seeing you down. And then once you realize you don't get enough playing time, then you're going to be out the building. And, uh, man, it's really a business, man. That's the crazy part. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it seems it seems like that's really how – I mean, it's, it's a business. It, it really is a business. And it seems like there's so much put on the shoulders of each individual, but at the same so time – So much. Yeah. Do you have certain guys that are leaders on the team that are kind of checking in on people, or is it pretty just pretty much free-for-all? <laughs> As bad as I want to say that we have, you know, people checking up, people checking up on us, it's really just um, free for us all. Yeah. Oh, man, because, I mean, we got people in the league that's, you know, 20, that's, you know, still pretty young. And we got people that's, you know, in their 30s and late 20s and everything. And people got families, so they're not going to be just, hey, man, make sure you're doing this, make sure you're doing that. Because, you know, like I said, you're professional, so you better get to it. And obviously you're here for a reason, so you better start growing up or is going likely going to move on with or without you. Right, right. It's kind of like if you ain't getting on the ship, then guess what? You're not going to make it very long in training camp or anywhere. Exactly. Exactly. So you, got a, you got a new uh, official merch line coming out tomorrow. Yeah, man. Today's, tomorrow. Yeah, today's Thursday, so tomorrow's Friday. This will come out next week, but it will be fresh. Tell us about what's going on, what you got, what you got going Man, so I have um, some merchandise coming out that's in, uh, it's coming in hats, uh, t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, uh, phone cases, um, both of them, one of them has Mount Wren on it, like Mountain Wren, but it has Mount Wren because my D-line coach, when he drafted me um, last year to the Bengals, he said we won't call him Mount Wren because uh, the high upside that I have and how big I am and everything, and people have been saying that ever since I've been there. And yeah. my another one, and the other the other uh, logo I have is called Raw ninety five. My initials, which is uh, Renell Alexander Rand, and it has ninety five at the bottom, because I had uh, number ninety five ever since uh, my freshman year in college. So, um, for me saying that on the podcast, you know, it's gonna be better looking when people actually look online and see like you know the apparel and everything. And, you know, I just hope that I get a lot of support out that. And, you know, the best is yet to come from there. Yeah, absolutely. And if y'all if y'all want to find him on Instagram, it's at Rennell, R-E-N-E-L-L-W-R-E-N. So I, I actually saw some of your stuff earlier, and it, it looks sweet. I like I like a lot of the designs. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. Make sure you get, like, you know, a couple things, man. And, you know, support support your brother, man. No. Um, you know. It's, it's, it's some clean stuff, man. Clean stuff for the low. Yeah, and I, I like the concept behind it, too. Mount Ren. Yes, sir. Mount Ren. Where is that? Do you know where that is? There, there's, no, there's no mountain called Mount Ren. It's just basically a mountain, and they said my last name. I like that. So I, I feel like you heard a yeah, lot. It's crazy, huh? Yeah, no, it is. I like that. Fresh. Exactly. 
I feel like you heard this a lot out of college as far as like the whole, he's got a lot of potential. He's got a lot of potential. Cause you're, for those who obviously don't know uh, and are listening to the podcast, Rennell's what, six five three fifteen now? Yes, sir. Right around three fifteen. So big, That's crazy, big dude. And uh, I mean, what, what were you in college? Were you, when did you start? Uh, I remember you were defensive end in high school and then sw- switched over to three tech. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was, Exactly. So I was 250 going out of my senior year in high school. I was 255 entering my freshman year in college. I redshirted and then gained like 10, 15 pounds. Um, so I was like 270, 275 my sophomore year. I redshirted too. So uh, then my junior year, um, I was probably like 280, 285. Um, my senior year, but not my redshirt senior year. My senior year was just my fourth year. Because I've been in five years. So I was like 290 to 297 range. And then uh, my final redshirt senior year, I was uh, 305 to be exact. So then after that, um, I was training at Exos before the draft, which was last year. Um, I was training everything, and I was like 318. So I went to the NFL Combine at 318, running good, jumping, doing all the other stuff. What was your combine, what was your combine stuff? Uh, so at 318, I ran a 5-flat 40. Um, I think I jumped like a 10-8 broad. My vertical was a 32. Um, I had some outstanding numbers, man. Outstanding numbers. Uh, my bench press, I did 30. Yeah. Um, my hands were in. Uh, so, yeah, I had, some, I had some great numbers going out of it with, with it, man. And then uh, going to camp for my first, like, NFL camp and everything, I was at 322. Jeez. And then, uh, 322, exactly. And then, like, during the season of last year, um, it differentiated from 315 to 310 to 312 because all the, you know, running we had to do, all the conditioning and everything. So, Yeah, my guy was eating. <laughs> and what? Dude, what was, what was, the, what was the eating regimen like? I, I feel like, obviously, in college, do you all have a nutritionist yeah. was feeding you all or I go? Yeah, so in college, we did have nutritionists um, who helped prepare for our stuff. Um, however, the next level, we have we have one, um, and she recommend these things, but she's not going to be on your head like the college, you know, what's name is going to be on your head and everything again. Really, it's all for yourself, man. It's all, you know, people bring in plant-based stuff. People bring in their meal preps and everything. Um, so it's all like everybody got their own diet and all that, man. Mm-hmm. Have you tried any of the plant-based stuff? I have not, man. I'm eating more grass-fed, more and more high in protein and all that. But plant-based, I'm not sure if I can go to that yet, man. Yeah. I mean, it's not for everybody. I saw a thing. Uh, it was like a little documentary on Netflix or whatever. And I think a lot of that propaganda to an extent, pushing a pushing a message that they want to push. But I just feel like it's not sustainable for everybody. It's, it's gr- crazy, man. It's great for some people. But for others, you know, it's not. Exactly, man. It's not it, everything's not for everybody, man. Yeah, that's a fact. So I saw that uh you recently got engaged. Congratulations on that, brother. Yeah, man. So yes, sir, I appreciate it. It's definitely a blessing, man. Yeah, how does that feel? Man, uh, so I've been with my old lady for uh let me say girlfriend. You know, I say old lady as a as a <laughs> 
explain as a sudden term and everything, man. But uh, she recently turned 25 this past February. Um, on her birthday, I got down one knee, man. And um, we've been engaged for two, I almost said two weeks, but two months. And we're looking to have our uh, wedding. Um, we're looking to have our wedding in 2022. There you go. That's yeah, man. That's awesome. That's all, that's so awesome. I'm happy for you. Y'all met at Arizona State, right? Arizona State, my freshman year, man. I, I won't forget. Freshman year, y'all been together. Freshman year, man. Yeah, I'm no man. I ain't have no fun, man. But it's all good. <laughs> hey, hey, it was, uh, you, sounds like you found the right one. Sounds like you yeah, found- man. She she she's definitely the one, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what, uh, we'll go back to kind of the diet thing a little bit. What were you eat? Like how many calories a day were you eating? Did you have a specific number or were you just kind of eating? I didn't, yeah. I didn't have no specific number. It was just something to where like, I like it. So I'm going to eat it, but I know how it's going to benefit me. And I know how it's going to like, you know, turn out at the end. I try to, you know, stay, um, working as much fiber, um, um, all the other stuff, that grass fed stuff and everything. It's not somewhere I had a, yeah. a legit plan to like write down. It just, well, I knew it was healthy and why I knew I could eat at certain times that will benefit me for like practice and recovery sections and all that stuff. Right. Like carbs before practice or uh work of like a heavy workout or whatnot. Exactly, man. Yeah. So Let's go back. Let's take it back a little bit. Where where were you growing up? Like where were you growing up? Was was it St. Louis the whole time? Exactly. Born and raised in St. Louis, man. Um, was definitely blessed with, you know, a mother and father figure in my life this whole time. It's still yeah. still to this present time. Um uh went to a Christian private school during like my elementary time. And then went public school, my uh, middle school, and one year of my high school, you know, time. And then I went to Lutheran North, played basketball and football. I always thought I was just this big basketball kid. I was going to make it to the NBA. Um, however, I was more, uh, I was more of a greater uh, athlete in football. So I remember my D line coach back in high school was telling me, uh, "You can't do football and basketball. You got, you got to do one either or." So I figured that uh, football was going to do the best for me. And I stick with that since college. And, you know, look where God got me now, man. He's not finished yet. No, absolutely not. I just remember, I I remember when we when we met at St. Louis Eagles tryouts, freshman year in high yeah, school. Man. And you had the goggles on and you just um, – in layup lines, bro, and just, I thought you were gonna break the backboard. You were big as hell back then, too. But I mean, obviously, not pushing three fifteen, but just raw. I knew you were. Yeah, a man. Like I was like, dude, this guy is powerful and explosive and big. He's a football player. <laughs> yeah, hell, man, I had them classics back then. Man, I had the goggles, the I had them little high top, sh- high top shoes, high top socks. Man, I ain't care, man. I was just like. Man, since you know the St. Louis Eagles, I think it's still they still good as of now. Um, but you know they was the best the best back then. So you know making them trials was all, all all or nothing. Yeah, that's right. I think they're uh, the Bradley Beal Elite now. I think Brad changed the name. Brad Beal Elite. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Yeah. So as far as recovery stuff, 
like are obviously when you're at you know the facilities and stuff you have access to cold tub hot tub massage stuff like what's kind of your ritual say once you got strenuous days mm-hmm. and you're coming off of a crazy practice maybe a workout and you need to recover exactly, yeah. next day what's what's that so my like? biggest recover my biggest my biggest recovery thing is uh, most importantly asleep i try to get at least seven and a half eight hours of sleep and um i heard this you know uh, i want to say it's a myth but you know sleeping in cold air is good for recovery sleeping in cold air um, I usually get massages once a week, especially during the season, because I'll put all that, you know, that because a line take, um, that I get, a chiropractor comes in the stadium once a week. Uh, I go to the hot and cold tubs contrast. I get acupunctures, man. That's a lot, bro. It's so much recovery man because i mean little do people know that they see a football game but they don't know what's going on behind closed doors like people are banged up people are playing with you know broken hands broken wrists um femurs messed up man you know people man it's all over the place man only it's it's just crazy it's a it's a sport where it's really you know it takes a it takes a toll on your body man so you gotta you got to treat it right and do it right in order to, you know, perform every week, man. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about acupuncture? I've never tried it, but I've heard good stuff. Acupuncture is great. I mean, a lot of people see it how, as like how long or big the needle is. The needle is nowhere near as big. Um, and it's only, and it's only longer from what you see from a standpoint because they don't put the whole needle in you. They only put like a tablet and they just press it down and just, and just twist it a little bit to, um make you actually feel it but um i've been doing acupunctures for like a year and a half now and this thing and this other thing is called moxibuction i think it's some like eastern or indian thing where it's like a little house that they hold and they light it up inside and they heat it up on your body and everything and just it's for like a, a better healing process it's it's a lot of it's a lot of um natural stuff behind you know the medicines that will get your body right and everything yeah i love that stuff i've i've gotten really big into that and kind of like meditation and visualization stuff are you are you ever kind of like visualizing visualizing plays visualizing yourself making plays like exactly that kind of side of things Oh, yeah, I always visualize myself making plays, man. It's just if you don't do that, then what you're there for, you know, everybody want to make the plays. Everybody want to um, get their money on the field, man. Um, you got to be a self. You got to be a selfish guy out there. Yeah, absolutely. What's one of the biggest things that when you came in, you were like, all right, I'm in the league now. This is, uh, you know, the, the O-lineman's a little bit, little bit stronger. The game's moving a little bit faster. Uh, this is one thing that I need to work on the most. The, man, the biggest thing is uh, when I entered the league, man, it was like, okay, this is me. I'm normal size in the league. It's, it's the crazy part. I mean, the normal size or people are bigger than me. So it's not necessarily um, all about the strength now. It's about the technique because it can be some old lineman that's like 6'2 or six foot, and their hands and technique and work ethic is crazy and you know 
you could be strong all you want, but you, if you don't get them hands off you, then you, you're up to the trouble, man. So now it was all about I can't use my strength as much as I once. It was all about IQ and little see a lot. So who's the who's yeah, man? Who's the toughest guy that you run against O line wise? O line wise, man, that is a great question. Um, the toughest O line. I can't even say, man. I mean, they all, you know, they all play a part because, you know, they all play professionally. But I can't, I can't even give you a name of, you know, who's like, you know, the tough of the tough, man. Not this moment, at least. Yeah, for sure. I feel like yeah. some just certain guys that would maybe stick out and you're like, he's tough. But, I mean, like you said, and O-line, a lot of times I feel like work as a team, that work as a unit, like there may be chip blocks and you may be seeing two guys in one play too. So, maybe hard. Exactly. Yeah. So, I just saw you got a new truck too. You Oh, you just got a new charger. I saw the truck. New charger. But you got the charger. Yeah, that truck, that truck, nice, man. I, I can't – and I, I just got that charger uh, – Yesterday, man, uh, I was definitely blessed and thankful for, you know, the guys to, you know, work with me with something to, you know, be able to uh, fulfill, like, my uh, dream car because I always like trucks and everything, but, like, the Dodge Charger is something, like, I'm in love with because it's just um, how fast it goes and just the model, the the the, the interior, man, and everything it just looks dangerous, man. So, you know, that V8 speed, I'm all for it, man. I'm <laughs> all for it. My guy's gonna be zooming, man. So, so I see all the, you know, you're very open about your faith and like everything that you believe in. So, what is exactly? Yeah, what has like shaped you to be be so transparent with that? To be so upfront about you know your faith, yeah, and man. Be so upfront. Yeah, it's just man. Um, I'm a strong believer in God, and you know. Um, Ever since birth, man, you know, just uh, growing up and, you know, seeing things and, you know, praying about things, things happen unexpectedly. It's all in, it's all in the, in the scriptures, man. I, I read the word of God as much as I can. And I try to um, put that into my life to, you know, live it out too. And, you know, hypocrite or do things that I shouldn't be doing, but we always going, you know, going to be falling short in God's glorious standard. And um, my biggest thing is, you know, as in scripture is how like God will bless us in ways that we can't imagine or think of. So I, I, I take that into perspective as in like, how did, how did God know I needed this or wanted this at that right time? And, um, you know, a lot of people feel like um, that, they can establish, you know, their life. They want their life to be like this, but it ends up being like that or something complete opposite. They don't understand why and everything. Um, man, definitely when we get on another podcast, man, we could definitely talk about um, a lot of spiritual things. I know we're probably on a time limit, but I can talk all day about God and everything, man. But it's definitely, it's definitely, um, I'm definitely blessed to, you know, see each and every day. Um, I'm definitely blessed for, you know, having my family here still, despite the pandemic and everything going. Um, it's just a lot to be, you know, grateful and thankful for. And uh, I just hope to spread that love and positivity 
when, you know, if we have an opportunity to do another podcast and all that. No, hey, we don't have any time limit and we're here, bro. Okay. But hey, I feel that. Sounds good, man. Like I, I've, I preach this and if people have been listening to this podcast consistently, they know that I'm always all for starting every day with gratitude. And exactly. I mean, it's hard to get out of bed sometimes. It's hard to roll out and be like, man, here we go another day. But yeah. like, I just try and put my feet on the floor and say, thank you. Like, thank you for my family. Thank you for my friends. Like whatever. It can be as simple as that. Like, thank you for that. I have a place to sleep tonight or that I have breakfast or, you know, man, the little things, the little things that we take for granted, huh? Right. Right. And I think that the, this pandemic is a perfect time for people to be receptive to that too. Cause you yep. know, it can be taken, life can be taken. It's not promised. Like we could be here and gone. And then like, what, what now, what, <laughs> like, what? It's, it's, it's so crazy, man. It's so crazy. Right. That's, I heard, I don't know who it was. It's, I think it might've been Kevin Hart or someone that was uh, at one of the 10 X conferences. And he said, like, if you look at your life as a book, like, are people going to want to read your book? Like, is there going to be good stuff in your book? Like when you're gone. And I thought that was pretty powerful because we really don't know. I mean, yeah, you don't, is. you don't, you don't, man. And that's the crazy part. You know, um, you know, you can pray for, you know, the life that you want, but God has already planned it from, you know, the beginning to the end, it's just for us, you know, living in it day by day and what the next day brings man yeah for sure for sure did you ever have a moment where everything kind of clicked for you or was it always kind of like man this is this is something that I believe in this is something I'm following was there ever a moment of like doubt like yeah uh, I wouldn't say doubt but came to you know uh, it came to a thought to where like I remember in 2017 I got rebaptized. Because uh, just back then, and I called myself um, a true Christian and everything. But then, you know, the way I was living and everything, it, it was in the form of huge hypocrisy and manipulation and everything. And I was like, man, I'm really living for God. And then I just had to, uh, not for like reassure myself, but I wanted to let God know of my reassurance that I wanted to get rebaptized in 2017 of just you know, not letting myself know, but letting Christ know that I understand the true meaning of baptism and I wanted to change my life for him and not just for myself. Yeah, that's huge because, man, whether you believe or you don't believe or anything out there, I think anyone can agree that mm -hmm. if you don't, if you aren't living for something outside of yourself, it's, it's, mm -hmm. I mean, it's really easy to just fall on the way where like, exactly. A lot of people just feel like they can rely on their own strength. I mean, um, as strong as people think that they are, they're not as strong because we're, we're in flesh, man, we're, we're, we fall every day. So how, how do we have that authority to say that? We're strong enough and build enough for this if it's already happened in history you know history just repeats itself man yeah yeah and it's like if you are just living for yourself it's so easy to quit on on a dream or quit on something else because the, the intentions aren't selfish like even for me sometimes i try and think 
outside of myself, even to the point where it's like, Hey, I, I want a future family. I want, you know, a future wife and future kids. And what I'm doing exactly. is helping like build that foundation for them later. Um, so it's just like small things like that, living outside of yourself and not being so, you know, focused on the, on you and thinking about other exactly. Man. I just, I just wish it was more people like that, man. Um, but you, you don't know what's uh, going on, you know, behind their backgrounds and behind the scenes. So a lot of people feel like when you're trying to, you know, convict them, a lot of people feel like you're judging them because, you know, they, a lot of people don't want their darkness exposed to light because they feel like as if it's weird or they're like the only person that done it before. But, but like I said before, history repeats itself. So what you've done before, and you know, back in the ages when Jesus Christ was here on earth or when he walked on earth you know nothing is new to him and that's why he just say you know come to true repentance and repentance means just you know remorsefully uh regret of what you did and and, and turn to God and everything because you don't have to understand like doing the same thing consistently man it's, it's for the good I mean it's good it's good consistency and bad consistency man and it just going to lead you down a road where is going to lead you to life or it's going to lead you down, you know, to death, unfortunately, because, you know, we all going to have to uh, pass one day, man. So how you want to, not how you want to be remembered in the world, but how you want to be remembered in Christ, man. So it's, it's, it's a lot to talk about, man. That's so what I was saying. Like when we have this next podcast or something, man, we can talk all about it, but it's just so much, man. It's just so much that I learned that I, that I want to, be able to you know tell your podcast and tell the world of what's going on and all that man yeah and i i mean i feel like right now it was a great time for people to start you know whether that's religion whether that's you know meditation whether that's better eating habits whether that's you know mending relationships that they haven't whatever it may be just making their lives better in this certain time being able to focus on them because it's hard sometimes being alone. Like people don't want to, I've, I've found that people don't want to be alone with themselves and with their own thoughts that oh, man. to a lot of people. And like we said earlier, boredom, that is uncomfortable too. So that's where, you know, people start turning it to, to this or that. That's very true, man. Boredom plays a huge role in people's lives, man. Like I said earlier, when people are bored, they're just very curious of, what do I do this? Or what if I touch that? What if I tap this? Or what if I do that, man? And um, a lot of people don't think before, you know, they commit the action, man. That's, you know, everything, every, every sin, everything that you do wrong comes with consequences. Don't make it. I just pray that, you know, people that does things, man, they don't make, I hope they don't make it seem like that they're, um, not seen at all because they are. So, yeah. um, you know, everything plays a part with everything, man. So, yeah. And I mean, there's a cause and effect for everything that we do, like whether that's a positive or a negative or, you know, there's, there's nothing that we do that isn't, you know, even if it's, Hey, I woke up in the morning, I didn't make my bed. Well, guess what? You're going to come home and your bed is not going to be made. <laughs> all right. I didn't do laundry. Right. Exactly smell like i mean exactly man it's crazy man it's simple it's so crazy then like as big as you know if you drink and drive and you wreck and you 
you know, hurt yourself or you harm someone else. Like it's, it's, it's as small as, you know, the little things. And that's, that's what I try to focus on too, is the little things, because that's what makes the biggest difference at the end of the day. It's a compilation of those little things. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah. We're both on the same page, man. We are both on the same page. Yeah, bro. For sure. I feel like, uh, I've tried to start reading some books too, because I know I don't read any books. <laughs> I've I've been trying to read some books during all this, you know, get a little free time. I think I heard a stat that said the average CEO reads like thirty something books a year. Thirty, Ooh. like thirty. The average CEO reads like thirty six, around thirty books a year, and I'm thinking, I don't know if I've, I mean, I've read thirty books, but maybe, maybe I've read 30 books. How many of them did I have to read because of school? Majority. <laughs> like, but the older, it's so crazy, man. Very, yeah. That's a lot of reading, man. It is. It is. The older I get, the more I just kind of like look for that and kind of like thirst for that extra knowledge. So that little extra edge. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. Listening you know, to- my, my is a terrible thing to waste, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to this thing and I'm sure that you can relate to it or, you know, people who are like this, but it was Phil Mickelson and he was on a podcast and talking about kind of how like his mind works and how it's always like, go, 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 go. And how golf was like a five hour meditation for him to put positive energy something. Five hour meditation. Yeah. That's what he said. Like he's saying golf, like 18 holes, you know, cause it takes like about five hours, 18 holes of golf. He said it was That's so crazy, man. Yeah. Like put his time into that was positive because if not, he would, he would look for something else to fill that. That is so crazy, man. How, uh, how's the family doing? Cause I know that. And what is it to you? What does it mean to you? And how do you think it's helped you? to have a stable, a stable home growing up? Man, this, uh, man, I can say it's a blessing so many times, but it's really, truly a blessing. Um, my family been there since, and, you know, just being able to have, you know, both a mother and a father figure in your life, man, it definitely taught me a lot in life of um, being disciplined in the household other than being disciplined in the streets. And what I mean by being disciplined in the streets is, I'd rather my parents, you know, um, you know, discipline me and tell me the right things and the wrong things other than for me um, learning the right and the wrong on the streets because, you know, we only have life once, man. We only get this chance once. So um, just being able to, you know, have the knowledge and the wisdom that my parents had and what they learned from their mistakes back then when there was adolescence and everything just telling me what is right and what is wrong, man, definitely taught me a lot and, you know, um, honor your mother and your father, man, and you'll for sure live a a happy, long life, man. And just being able to take that in from from the scriptures and everything, it's just, it's just ridiculous of how real, like, the Bible is, man, and how real, like, you know, wisdom is, because, you know, wisdom, you know, pride comes before the fall. Also, you you think you may, you're going to get tested out in this world, and a lot of people, you know, they, they, they say a lot but they, they came back it up. Right. Right. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. That's so true, man. Where can, where can everybody find you on Instagram? 
and stuff. On Instagram, my Instagram, uh, you can just search me uh, at Renell Ren R E N E O L W R E N. Same as Twitter, but uh, it's Renell underscore Ren. And my Facebook is the same thing as the Instagram one. It's Renell, and just put a space. It's Ren W R E N. Uh, most of my stuff has like the the Bengals info on my uh, introduction and everything. So it's it's gonna be pretty easy to find me. Yeah. Is that where you're going to be uh, pushing a lot of your merch or is it? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So tomorrow, even though uh, our stuff is not going to get updated to that into the following week, it's going to be on everything, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I'm going to try to get the word out to having people sharing the links and everything, you know, it's, it's all a support system, man. And everybody that just purchased um, for the accessories and also to, you know, support me and everything is definitely a blessing and you know the best is yet to come from here you know despite the pandemic and everything that's going on you know still show positivity and, and still show that you're, you're still here and you're still motivated you still get up and do things and be productive and get your day going um everything is good so yes sir absolutely i love to hear it and i'll definitely be copping some a shirt or a hoodie or something and uh, i'm Oh, of course, my guy. Yeah. I can send, I can send you the website stuff right now, man. Hey, you gotta just just text it my way. I love supporting. Yes, sir. I love what you stand for, and man, I really appreciate you coming on. And we'll definitely get on again soon. Hopefully, next time we get on, we can do it in person. Yes, sir, man. I definitely appreciate the opportunity and everything you had to offer for me. Yeah, absolutely, brother. All right, y'all. Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode. If you liked, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment. Let me know if there's anything that you need on my end, if there's someone that you think would be good for the show or anything else. I'm here. I'm an open book. Follow us on Instagram at Breathing Air Podcast. And as always, have a great rest of your week.